Hey listener, welcome to this episode of the KISS Automation Podcast. In this episode, I was speaking with Kathy Mice of Bublish.com and we discussed, along with the Bublish platform, we discussed um, how authors can market their books, how they can use uh, social media, different uh, email marketing techniques, uh, a, a, a specific to the Bublish platform technique of uh, sharing like director's cuts for books. So as the author's creating the book, they can share what's what they're doing, uh, what they're writing, uh, what they're thinking about a particular chapter or a particular track that they're on with the book. Uh, as, us- as usual, I find it really interesting to learn about how or hear about how different markets or industries use different marketing platforms and email marketing especially is one of my favorite topics. Uh, and if so, if you're an author, whether you're using Bublish or not, I'd love to hear how you're using some kind of marketing platform, whatever that may be. So get in contact and, and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, uh, if you'd like to learn more about Bublish, the platform, you can go to Bublish.com. Today I am talking with Kathy Mice of Bublish.com. Thanks for having a chat today, Kathy. Yeah, thanks for having me, Casey. So Bublish, um, that sounds pretty cool. Um, can you give us uh, a brief overview of, of what your platform is? Yeah, absolutely. So, the, you know, just like the word publish, but we're kind of turning the whole thing upside down a bit, a little disruptive technology. So we just turned the P into a B. And we thought it was quite fun, and it's become its own lexicon. But we are an award-winning platform um, built by professional writers for professional writers. And our mission really is is to just simplify and automate book publishing, promotion, and discovery as much as possible. So, you know, to, to make it much easier for the authors who have tremendous opportunity Um, But most of them now are learning a lot about not just the craft of writing, but the business of writing. And there's a lot to learn. So we just want to pull all the pieces together and give them one-click solutions so they can do what they do best. And that's, um, you know, write books. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a pretty, um, I guess, it's a, a skill that's, that's useful in marketing, writing, but it's, it's also a completely separate field. Like, um, I'm, if I do say so myself, good at marketing, but I could never write a book about, or anything like, yeah, fiction or a story, I guess, is, I would find that um, daunting. So I can imagine that lots of authors find the marketing side of the, you know, of being a writer a bit daunting as well. Absolutely. It is for many of them dreaded, completely dreaded, as is all of the business things, the formatting, everything about, you know, the business side. But there is such an opportunity because if they do um, work for themselves and kind of create their own business, you know, they have the opportunity to um, kind of own their own platform and, you know, the revenue around that. Um, but it takes it takes a lot of learning. And so we're just piece by piece building a powerful set of tools um, to help them at every point in the publishing cycle. And that is, 
you know, building in tools from pre-launch uh, while they're writing because they need to start building their platform um, during the writing process. I think the hardest thing to watch is when an author uh, toils on a manuscript for a long time, um, does not pay attention to the concept of building and uh, readership until they launch and then launch to just not enough buzz. Um, and it's, you know, just a very uh, sad thing to watch. And quite honestly, you know, we work with lots of traditional authors too, because marketing budgets for uh, the big publishers are much smaller than they used to be. There's a lot less risk in the system. So many of them um, are, you know, uh, building their own audience um, and also building a longer life for their books because now we can buy books online and without shelves, you know, the life of your book um, can be a lot longer and it's a different type of marketing and it takes different skills and tools. Is that something that, uh, like, so traditionally the publishing house, would they be interested in building pre-launch buzz and that kind of thing? Is, is that something that they used to do or, or they focus on for their authors? Yes. Uh, yeah. So I think what the real strength of the traditional publishers is that they had the relationships with the bookstores and that very powerful distribution chains. And so the marketing, the length of the marketing cycle there was um, pre-launch, getting everything ready, launching into the bookstores. Um, but then you had what would be called the season of the book. And, and that was really just a few months to kind of make or break whether a book would get more marketing resources or not. Um, the other thing we hear from publishers that's interesting is, you know, it's still very hard for them to align their budgets um, with uh, the, 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 the leading horse, as it were, the one that's going to be the breakout book um, that's going to require their resources. So when we talk to publishers, they uh, talk about needing more information um, before launch to kind of align their budgets with with the right books because a lot of times they have to kind of shift and that's not efficient for them. So, um, you know, we work with publishers. Our, our real audience is the author and, and this is a marketplace where the author is um, much more central to the process because we've moved from a uh, business to business model in publishing to either a business to consumer or a what I like to call a creative to consumer model. Um, so everybody uh, who helps authors or is an author needs more information about uh, what is resonating in the marketplace. They need it earlier. They need it uh, so they can be more agile. Um, in putting marketing budgets towards things that are the most efficient and most uh, effective. So that's, yeah. That's a good point that you bring up about um, being agile and they need the, the information about what's working. I guess that's um, a part of Bublish is that you can, I guess, gather s statistics and see what is working for your authors and provide that information to your other users about what's working for the majority of people or like what strategy or a technique and then in incorporate that into the platform. 
Yes, exactly. So we do, um, we have um, what's called an authorpreneur dashboard. So we call our authors authorpreneurs because they are entrepreneurs. (laughs) Yeah. So the authorpreneur dashboard gives them the ability to um, not only write their book and then have a one click EPUB um, digital format or Word document that could be outputted. Um, but also to start sharing content um, right from their manuscript with uh, potential readers. So our our toolkits are uh, social marketing toolkits, and we have um, this core feature called a book bubble. And um, for the manuscript, we have something called a rough cut book bubble. And so you can select an excerpt right from your manuscript while you're writing the book on Bublish, and you can share it onto social media, um, and you can use, um, well, let me just tell you a little bit about the elements of it. So think of it like a director's cut for books. Um, so this, it's very visual. It has a picture of the author, a picture of the cover if it's available. It's a great way to try out cover art on your audience and kind of do some A-B testing. It has a synopsis and a bio that you can click on without ever leaving the bubble. Um, And then it allows um, you to set up pre-orders when you're ready. It allows people to start following you, which means every time you update content on Bublish, they get an email so they can kind of, you can drip them with um, excitement, build excitement before, after uh, launch, and and then keep in touch with them long-term. And um, it also has the ability to comment, so you can gather comments and just start conversations and start seeing very early on what's resonating. You can even ask your uh, audience, you know, how do you think I should end the scene? Or, you know, do you think this character is believable? And when you uh, do that, um, you're really um, engaging the audience and they feel part of the process and they they get really tied into that. So part of the bubble is also called the author insight. And that's where you can ask these questions. It's also a powerful place to share your creative journey, your why, which as you know, in marketing is one of the most powerful um, ways to break through the noise is to um, use the story behind the story. Again, the director's cut model here where you kind of show what went into a scene or you um, share what inspired a scene or what inspires you to write in the genre you write in. And through that storytelling, you, which you're good at as a writer, you are um, really building your brand um, by using your best, your best content, your story, your book that you're writing, and then the story behind the story, your ability to tell those stories as well. Um, and we just make, we automate the entire creation of that, and all you have to do is put in the content. You select what you want to share from your manuscript or your book, and then you input just a, the content for the author insight, and then you share it on social media, and you've published a book bubble. And you can create as many as you'd like and um, continuously allow people to sample your work and learn more about you. And it's, it's a very powerful way to draw the right readers out of social media, where there are millions of readers, but they're not all your readers, you know. 
and draw them into a longer-term relationship. And we have links to the author's websites um, and then the ability, like I said, to follow. And, and we typically, right away, they see a big uptick in the number of followers they have um, on social media platforms because we also integrate that so you can follow them on social media easily um, and then the, the followers on Bubblish as well. That's really awesome. I've always Thanks. thought that uh, authors had a like a, a very unique opportunity on online or using, uh, you know, if you want to call it online marketing to build a, a following, to build some kind of buzz around around while they create a book and pre-sell their, their book while they're creating it. But I guess it takes some, like we said earlier, it takes a, a different set of learning, a different set of skills, I guess, to do the marketing as well as, as do the writing of the actual book. So platforms like Publish, I can see how they could certainly help an author who's you know loves writing but isn't necessarily so interested in the marketing. Yeah, and the, the thing is that, you know, we tried to um, help the authors not feel like salespeople because it's really, it shouldn't feel like that. You know, um, most social networks are engagement networks. They're not sales channels. And, you know, you just see a lot of that blasting out. But it, it ours, uh, uh, the book bubble really is more of a drawing in, like a, a sharing of your work and your why, and a drawing people towards your work. So when we talk about marketing, you know, we, we try to say it's just part of your journey. Don't think of it as a completely different track. Just share the journey. And, you know, for those people who are interested in your writing style and your story and your genre, you will draw those people towards you with this tool. And then, you know, the, the key is that... Um, when you sell a book, say, on a major retailer like Amazon, you really don't um, get to have any sense of a long-term relationship with that. You don't even know who gets your books, right? So um, on Bublish, the, the point is that you could then, um, they, they do follow you and you can keep in touch with them. And we, our next layer of the follow feature will be the automated newsletter that we're um, building with uh, the MailChimp integration. So you don't have to go and learn MailChimp and build your list. It just, uh, these book bubbles should serve lots of purposes. They build your SEO because they travel with all the metadata that you put in when you uploaded your book. Um, they um, build your brand through your voice and they should build your following and it all should be through you just telling your stories. So again, simplifying and automating the technology side for them. And they also create their books. So um, they type. So I guess if we go back to the start, if somebody signed up with Publish, they actually create the book before, like say, so before they get to the book bubbles and the selling of the book. They're actually doing the creation inside Publish as well. Yes, they can. They don't have to. Um, so we work with authors who, you know, are writing books and just want a tool that's really easy to work with to create a, a digital output that is um, easy to, to distribute. And then we work with authors who have published books and they can just upload them. 
Um, and, you know, sometimes people are concerned about uploading your book into Bublish, but we, um, they can upload sample chapters or their entire ebook. Um, the point is that the readers don't see anything um, except for what the author shares through the book bubbles. The um, book sits there simply for them to break it into a million different bubbles and share it because um, they've already, you know, gone through the process of writing it and hopefully having it edited and it's their, it's their baby. So on a lot of sites, you can't choose what you share. You can't break your book into samples. You just have to go with what is automated by the retailer, the first 20%. And that may not be your cliffhanger, you know? Um, yeah. So we let them break it in whatever they want. They simply highlight whatever piece they would like to share and then, um, add that author insight and then it auto generates the book to bubble when they share it. That's that's a really good point actually. Like I know on Amazon you can read I guess the first chapter or the first few pages. But like you say, if that's not the part that you want necessarily to share then it's um, yeah. it makes it easier to pick the pick and choose the, the scenes and create your yeah. own. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think, too, what's interesting, too, is like at what, what publishers and authors learn from the data they receive from these big online retailers is at the point of sale. And they still don't get, they just get, there was a sale. So they know at the point of sale, if their book is resonating or um, perhaps what they learn is that they need to do more marketing. But with a book bubble, you start to learn at a really granular level at the point of sampling um, what you know resonates with people, where it's resonating, because the metrics on your dashboard um, allow you to see um, which social channel on what date, how many people viewed your bubble um, or viewed your profile. If you have multiple books, um, there's also like a a shareable um, kind of LinkedIn profile with all your books and all your bubbles that you can share. Um, it shows you where, which social network um, that was viewed on, on which date. And then it will show you um, where the conversion takes place. So if someone read a bubble and then went to Barnes and Noble, say, um, you would learn that. And so you start to learn uh, where your readers um gravitate towards as far as their purchase. So it's a bit more um, about the marketing funnel without really ever having to use that word. They see that on their dashboard, how a marketing funnel works, you know, from views to point of conversion. That's a really um, good statistic to have, I guess, is where your purchases, I guess, or where your readers on like your book bubbles go to make a purchase. That could... Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Because especially if, you know, like just think of the reading devices and, you know, how that basically that's what the reader uses to make their purchase if it's a digital book. So if you can um, can see that a, a number of our authors have been uh, surprised by the number of um, sales they get outside of Amazon. And that's you know, makes changes their perspective on marketing into those different retailers. Um, and I think as we get more and more granular um, in our metrics that we share, and we don't want to overload authors, but we really want to give them a sense, um, we can start to show them things like, 
you know, where a reader might be spending time on their bubbles. Um, is it the author, the excerpt or the author insight? Uh, is it the bio? Um, you know, how many click throughs to their website, that kind of thing. How many touch points does it take also to go from a, a point of discovery where a new, new reader discovers your work to that point of sale? I mean, nobody really knows any of that right now. No. <laughs> we don't, right? <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's one of the cool things about the internet is being able to track and see all the data behind whatever it is that you're selling or whatever it is that you're promoting rather than you know, the old school publishing. Um, they give you you know the advance and then they sell however many copies, but who are your readers? Who, who are these people buying your books? You know, there's not really, it wasn't any way, really way to track all that kind of thing. Yeah, you went into the bookstore and you walked out and, you know, now, um, and, and I think there's a lot of interesting um, data out there trying to figure this out specifically for books, you know, uh, because we did pretty much either word of mouth uh, and then go to the bookstore and buy it, but now we can pop around 15 links and, you know, we don't really know um, what triggers a purchase. Uh, you know, there's certainly a lot of evidence that you can get people to try unknown authors um, by price, but that's not a strategy um, to be used lightly. If you want to make money on your writing, you got to know what you're doing, and you know you need to have more than one book in order to translate that into the kind of brand building. Um, for your entire collection of books. Um, so, yeah, there's, you know, I think the more information authors can get about um, who their audience is, you know, and that we always tell them to start with that. Don't just go um, blindly into marketing. Really figure out if you write, say, mysteries, um, you know, what what is it that a mystery author looks for? Where do they buy? Where do they go to find their reviews? Um, what age are they? What devices do they use? And there's more and more information out there. But once you know those things, uh, like you could start to use hashtags, um, say on Twitter, that can really get you into the right conversations without having those followers and then pull those people towards your work and become much more effective about how you use these I mean, the, the potential is incredible, but you can waste a lot of time if you're not um, targeting the right people, you know, chatting about your latte on <laughs> Twitter and Facebook. But they can be very powerful. And you see, you know, the biggest this week, um, there have been two experiments. Uh, Hachette has tried direct selling on, um, on Twitter, and this week, Harper Collins um, actually worked directly with Twitter on Divergent um, to um, do something around the release of the book and the movie to direct sell right through social media. So the big the big players are definitely doing that. Um, so the the key is to try to get as much of this automated so the smaller players can also uh, benefit from social media without having to, you know, have huge, uh, pay huge fees for publicists and things like that. Do you find that a lot of your users 
or I should say authorpreneurs, sorry, uh, uh, self-publishers, publishing authors? Or yeah, you know, uh, yes and no. Um, we have, I would say it's about a 50-50 split. A lot of um, authors from small independent publishers um, but we have, um, a, and a, we have a huge population of hybrid authors, and that's, I think, a very much the wave of the future. So um, authors who are New York Times best-selling authors, and they have self-published and traditionally published for decades, and um, they pick and choose based on what their goals are for the book, um, and there's smart reasons to do both. Um, so we see that. I think that's really probably the future. Um, you know, you, the, the key is you can make those choices once you build a brand for yourself as an author. And um, there's a lot of um, a growing body of data about the power of the author brand. If you can get to that 50,000 fans um, even getting, you know, 10, 10 to 20,000 fans, you know, you can really start to build a brand that will sell books. And once you do that, um, readers are much more likely, 15 times more likely to buy your book. So that's the other part of our mission is, you know, when you say, we say promotion, that involves the brand building. And that's why we put the author's photo on every bubble, we have the author profile, we have um, the author's voice in the inside in the bubble because it's about really showing the author um, as a creator of a great reading experience. And if they deliver on that, and that's basically what a brand is, a great reading experience for a targeted audience. Um, and they deliver on that promise, they will grow a fan base that will support them um, throughout their career with multiple books and will get easier and easier. Um, but there's authors like uh, Hugh Howey, it was his eighth book that he broke through and then um, was able to negotiate uh, the first ever um, publishing deal where he kept the digital rights to his book um, and contracted out with the publisher to um, handle the um, physical distribution and uh, international rights for his book. So that was very historic. I am. Um, I had a, an author. I'm trying to think of his name. That he published on. So he self-published digitally on Kindle and then he Kerry Wilkinson I think is the name and then he once they saw how his sales were doing on Amazon he got a um, a contract with one of the bigger publishing companies to make physical copies of his book yeah absolutely his the new slowing that way yeah, um, I think, you know, a lot of people say social media is the new slush pile. So, and again, uh, for better or for worse, there's, um, it's very expensive and time consuming to build an author brand. And there's not a ton of um, wiggle room right now in the publishing economic ecosystem. So that's why you see a lot of um, big name uh, 
author, a big name um, like uh, you know starlets and things like this, like that, getting book deals because they already have the platform. Um, but what publishers are looking for is is authors who really are committed to being partners in the marketing um, side of of building an author brand and. And I think, you know, that's why they look to, you know, people who drive a lot of sales, write a great book, drive a lot of sales. And, you know, there's a lot of editing and wonderful things that can be learned from, from working with a publisher. So uh, we just, we're very agnostic that way. However an author wants to publish, that is their choice. We just empower the authors to achieve their goals, um, whatever they may be. That's a great way of thinking about it. I'm like that in my business. I mainly uh, work on email marketing campaigns and I'm agnostic as to the actual platform that people use because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You know, there are benefits to one platform over another, but if you've got one, you just make the best of what you've got. Absolutely. I think that's smart. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I, I found that really interesting about what authors could do nowadays and what they can track and how they can sell online rather than just writing a book and sending it out or you, you hear all those horror stories about people sending, you know, their manuscripts to all these publishing houses and nothing happens. But now they can they can take it into their own hands, I guess, and start selling to their own to their own audience and building up that way. That's really yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an exciting time. It uh, can be a bit daunting, but um, we, we are here to help. We really, you know, hope we can help authors navigate this and just simplify it so they can just create that great reading experience and go out and, and draw those readers into their fan base and then keep them connected over time. It, and, and for the authors who master it, I think the whole business and marketing side actually becomes fun. It's just in the beginning that it's scary and uh, there's so much to learn. But once you have that community going, you know, it's, it's very exciting to watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if people want to learn more, they can go to publish.com. That's publish yeah. but with a B. And I'll, I'll put some links around so people can check your platform out. Absolutely. Um, Great. Thank you. Great. So thanks very much, Kathy, for sharing your knowledge. And um, that was, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I would imagine that was um, a lot of author marketing tips in this interview. So hopefully somebody can can take what you've taught them and sell some of their books. Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. And you know, it's it's a pleasure talking about it. And um, I, you know, if they if anyone has any questions, they're they're welcome to email me to Kathy at publish.com. We talk to authors all day long, so. We're happy to share the wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so if you're an author and you'd like to know more about either just marketing in general or the actual published platform, definitely get in touch with Kathy. She's got, you know, years of experience working with authors and publishing books uh, and she's she definitely would love to hear from you. I do want to just apologize slightly if uh, this the audio quality in this recording wasn't the best. Um, it was 4.30 in the morning my time and 
I may not have been awake as awake as I should be. I do apologize and I will work on that in the future so that the audio quality and the quality of these episodes are uh, top notch. So yeah, if you've got any questions about the platform or marketing in general, go to kissautomation.com or leave a comment or review in the iTunes store. Let me know what you'd like to hear about me.